Okay, so let's go. So we're up to the Gemara, Hey Ahmed's base, and we're trying to work out the Gemara previously was discussing Amarab Avin Amarab Yachinim. If someone goes into Rishus Hayachid, gathers up rain, and then transfers that rain in his hand into the Rishus Arabim, in such a case he's been over on transferring from Rishus Hayachid into Rishus Arabim. And remember, in order to be Aiva, one needs to do an Akira, which is removing an object from its resting place, and go from one Rishus into the next Rishus, and then place it down. So the Gemara's question is, how do we have a case where you're Aiva from transferring rain from Rishus Ayachid into Rishus Arabi? Because essentially, say he puts his hands out and waits for his hand to be filled up with rain. So there, is that called an Akira? If you'd put your hand into a Rishus Ayachid or Rishus Arabim, get it filled up with rain, and then move it into a different Rishus. Have you done an Akira there? And the Gemara takes some that it isn't considered an Akira, because we have the case in the Mishnah, saying someone, the Oni, who's outside in the Rishus Arabim, he puts his hand into the Rishus Ayachid, and the owner of the house lifts something up, and puts the object in the Oni's hand, and then the Oni takes it into the Rishus Arabim and puts it down. What did we say? Who did the Akira? It was the homeowner who did the Akira, the Balabais, the Oni. The fact that it was in his hand doesn't count as an Akira. It was the Balabais who did the Akira. So the Gemara's question is, what would be the difference between essentially Shamayim loading this person's up with hand sorry, this person's hands up with rain, or the balabayas putting something into the Ani's hand. It isn't a valid akira. So says the Gemara, so Amarava. So about a quarter of the way down, hey, Amar's base. So Amarava, Kagan Shekolat Melgav Guma, is talking about a case where the person gathers the rain up from a paddle. So ask the Gemara, Guma, if he's taking it from a puddle, Peshita, it would be obvious. If he, in other words, why would you think the person wouldn't be Chayev? He's done a fully-fledged Akira. He's lifted the water up from its resting place in the puddle, transferred it into the Rishus Arabim, and put it down. So says the Gemara, So this is an interesting Svara. In order to be, for it to be a valid Akira, which is removing an object, it has to be an object from its resting place. And therefore there's a very strong Havamina to say, water in a puddle isn't considered a resting place. In other words, when you do an Akira, you're taking water from a puddle. Is that taking an object from its resting place? Yeah. Well, you might not have thought so, because it's sort of, it's just, it's a puddle. It's not really water taking an object from the table. You've got a pile of apples. No, because again, the water isn't something solid. You could hear this far. We're not saying that is the case. Good. But it's as it's far. <laughs> How do you feel so strongly about it? I do. Mm-hmm. So, Kumashi. So, but as the Rava Latame, so Rava goes according to his reason. So if you have water on top of water, that's considered a hanacha for water, 
And therefore, when you remove water from a puddle, that would be an akira. However, egos are govmaim. What happens if there's a nut floating on the water? And then you lift up the nut from the puddle. It says that, rather, love haino hanchaso. This isn't, and that isn't considered a hanacha. And therefore, if you have a nut which is floating in a puddle, and you lift the nut up, the nut isn't considered, so to speak, resting in the water. There's no akira. And therefore, there's no akira. So the chiddush is water from water, that would be a valid okay. akira. So? The that's the, the next case. Next, next case. Oh, okay. I'll go back to sleep. No, so that's a good point. So in other words, when you take an object from the water, that isn't considered an akira. So ask the Gemara, by Rava. So egos bikli. Now this is your case. What happens if you have a nut which is in, say, plastic plate, and bikli safar gabi and the plate is floating on the water? And now what do you do? Um, and you remove the nut from the plastic plate. So we said an object which is resting on water, if you were to remove it, that wouldn't be an akira. Right? That's what we said. The question is, you've got the nut which is in a vessel, and you're removing the nut from the vessel. But the vessel is floating on the water. So how do we judge the case? So basa egoiz azlinan v'hanayach. Do we go, look, he lifted up the nut, the nut was resting <clears throat> on the plate, says the Gemara. You're right, you took the nut off the plate, but the plate is in the water, and therefore anything which is in the water isn't considered nach, it isn't considered resting, and therefore when you do an akira, it wouldn't <coughs> be valid. And the kli isn't resting because it's almost it's floating in the water. So it says the Gemara, take we leave it off as a question. So it says the Gemara. So now in a similar concept. Says Shaman, oh, oh Tony, should we do it little Nishmas your mother? Please. What's your mother's name? Sarah Leah Bat Avraham Leib. Okay, so Lilo Nishmas Sarah Leah Bat Avraham Leib. Then the Shaman should have an Aliyah and Chaim Aruchim to turn. Amen. So Shaman herself Agaviyayin. So now what happens if you have oil which is floating on wine? So Machlokes Rabbi Yochanan Ben Nuri for Rabbanon. This is a very similar concept. So to turn on Shaman herself. If you have oil which is floating on wine, the nogal tavul yaim b'shemen, and someone who's tame. So again, we need to get the tuma terminology correct. We're going to have a lot of tuma discussions coming up. So tavul yaim is someone who was tame, say through a sheret. He went to mikvah, and then he's tar for everything. Besides for truma, he has to wait for nightfall. And we're going to see there's actually a very strong. Actually, well, you know what we'll see in the Quran later on. So Tavulyam, he touched the oil of truma. So say you have wine and oil, the oil is floating, and they're both truma. Truma can't be tummy. So this Tavulyam, he touched the oil. So do we view the oil and wine as one entity? And therefore, essentially, when he touches the oil, he's also coming into contact with the wine, because they're together. Or do we say they're viewed as separate? 
So according to the Tanakhama, the only thing which is parcel is the oil, because the oil is viewed separate to the wine, and that would be tummy. The oil is on top. Yeah. They're both considered attached, and therefore coming into contact with the oil and, and making it tummy would also make the wine tummy. So Amar Ravin, Amar Rabbi Amar Rabbi so again, a very important point to remember. It's not enough just to do the malacha. It needs to be malachas machshevas. There has to be intent to do the malacha. And therefore, what happens if this person is in the Rishos HaYachid? He's loaded with food and drink. If he were to get with food and drink, it's just an example, he got stuff in his pockets. If he were to get up with the intent, he wants to go into the Rishos HaRabbim. So then when he gets up, that getting up is an akira with intent to do the malacha of Haitzah. That's what he intended to do. He's intending to go into the Rosh Hashanah However, if he would get up and he just wants to go to move his food and drink from the kitchen into the dining room, and then halfway through he decided, you know what, I'm going out into the Rosh Hashanah In which case, when he did the initial akira, which was him getting up, it wasn't done with the intent to go into the Rosh Hashanah So it says... Well, in other words, you have to have intent that you're knowing you're being over the Malacha. In other words, it could be it's a mistake, but it has to be a Malacha's Machshevis. He's intending to do the Malacha. He might be a complete shy. Suggests that all this time he's never done a Malacha. Yes, so, so let's see. If he was loaded with food and drink, he's going in and out all day long. He wouldn't have done a malacha until he stands still. Because the moment he stands still, well, not well, so to speak, yeah. So you think he's a quiet person? No, no, the moment he stands still, there's a hanach. And then when he moves again, it's an Akira. No, the point... Not an Akira in the wrong order. No, that's the point. You can't. No, no. So in other words, it would be once he stands, once he rests, and then when he gets up again, he's done an Akira, and then he would have to do another Hanukkah. It means it would only start once he rests. <coughs> if he goes out so, towards Moksha uh, Shabbat, does that mean it's a field? He's just going, I mean, he might have walk. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, then he, that it means it's part. It doesn't mean it's permitted. <laughs> but if he walked and ate, it's all gone. Sorry. If he was eating as he went. I mean, it all went. Could he start walking out? <coughs> um, if he's eating. He, he ate all the contents of what he was eating. And he's eating, and he's not stopping, not even for a second. No, and then when it's finished, he can he stop? Yeah. Although he's still carrying it, but he's inside. Yeah, Why do you wish you had to put together this case in the way? Would they all not been the same if he'd be okay? What do you mean? If you're after Shane, right? No. I like the view. I see. You need, he did his original Akira of Shane putting it down in the
And therefore, he's never done never an Akira. Never started an Akira. That's not an Akira for going out. But he's yeah. He only sees once. Yeah. He's got he's one. Just, he only sees once. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not enough to be I carry one which is put down in another which is got to be I carry the Rishus in order to put down in the He might not be aware that he's doing a malaka. But the point okay. is, the Akira has to be done. The shame's going to happen. Sorry. Yeah. So, Amabaya. So, Husha. So, essentially, what we're saying, so just to summarize, in order to be Makhiv, as Yitz put it, the Akira has to be done with the intent to achieve the Malacha. So, you have to be lifting up the object with the intent to go into the Rishus Arabim. And therefore, this person, he lifted up the object <coughs> simply to go from his living room to his kitchen. That Akira was never done with intent to go outside into the Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, he could be going in and out, in and out, and it doesn't make a difference because he hasn't yet done the first stage of the Malacha, which was the Akira. However, the moment he stops and then he moves again, that stopping, so to speak, is the object resting because he stood still. And then when he moves again, that would be in Akira. And therefore, he would only be Mechayev until he either stops in the Rishos Ayakid or the Rishos Arabim. Then the moment he stopped, the object is at rest. He gets up again. That would be the first Akira to go from Rishos Ayakid to Rishos Arabim or vice versa. So, so stopping breaks the intention? Well, well stopping would all of a sudden... Um, how do you put it? Stopping was making object at rest. And therefore, when he gets up again, it's, a, it's yeah, it's Akira. Right. As long as when he's getting up again, he's again, he's intending now to go to Rosh Hashanah into Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, otherwise, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise, it's the same thing. Because okay. yeah. if, if he just stops in Rosh Hashanah and then he stands up again, with a view to go to the corner down the road there. Well, that would be um, another problem. And eventually he goes into the house, and then he's never done the next year. The problem is if he'll do four amas. And the Rosh Hashanah, yes. But you're right. I'm on the road. Welcome back. You know when you want to stay home for a piece, you didn't have to come here, did you? Morning, John. So I'm not bad. For who's Shahmad That's as long as he's standing to rest. As opposed to it in other words, the point is the object needs to be at rest for him to do an Akira. So it'd only be at rest if he actually stopped for break. But if he's stopping just to adjust his load, adjusting his load isn't considered putting the object at rest. And therefore, even were he to continue after adjusting his road, it won't be an Akira. So, we know there's a different way of being, of being over-carrying on Shabbos, and that's carrying four Amas in the Rosh Hashanah. So we were discussing going from Rosh Hashanah into Rosh Hashanah. What about four amas directly in the Rosh Hashanah? That's enough to be mechayev also. So now this person, he walked two amas, holding something, and then he went, he stopped for a breather, and then he walked another two amas. So what would be the halacha? So says the Gemara, mita amamat toich dalat amas 
Ahmed Lafaj, if he stopped to rest, part of you would be exempt. Because when he stopped to rest, then that was essentially a new start. And therefore, he never moved for Amas in the Rosh Hashanah. However, Lakazif, if he stopped just to adjust his load, Chayef, he would still be Mechoyev. And therefore, if a person walked to Amas, if he stopped to rest, then straight away, what's that done? It's, com- it's completed what he did before. He would need to move another full four Amas. However, if he stopped to adjust his loads, adjusting your loads according to this viewpoint isn't a break. And therefore, he walked two Amas, adjusted his load, and walked another two Amas, he would be Mechoyev. And therefore, we see from here, adjusting the load isn't considered a Hanafa. So what about Chutz Ledalad Amas? If he walked outside of four Amas, so Amad Lafash, if he stopped to rest, Chayv, then he'll be Mechoyev. Lekasev, however, if he stopped just to uh, adjust his load, part of then he would be exempt. So that's he, he's walked? He's walked four Amas, and now he's stopped to, to rest. So that's done four. He's done four hours. However, if he stopped to adjust his load, he won't be over until he stops properly. And yes, adjusting your load means you're not stopped. Right, even though physically he stopped, which is interesting. It's probably a lot in terms of his intent. A lot of Malacha Shabbos is intent, and therefore stopping to adjust his load, he hasn't stopped because he's intending to go on. Stopping to rest would be, maybe that's the Svara. So Michael Mashmalak, so essentially what's Rabbi Eichmann's Kiddush? Shalai Haisa Kira Rabbi Eichmann says, when he, and going back to what we said initially, when he put the food in his pocket to get, and got up, and he's going from the dining room into the kitchen, that Akira wasn't done with the intent to go into the Rosh Hashanah. So says the Gemara, Amr Rabbi Eichmann Chadazimna. Rabbi Eichmann already said it. Amr of Safra, Amr of Ami, Amr Rabbi Eichmann. If someone, he's moving objects from corner to corner in his house, he changed his mind, and took them out. Part of he would be exempt. So this is the same principle. He's just moving objects from one corner of his room to the other, and then goes out. He would be exempt. Why is that? Because the first Akira wasn't done with intent to go into the Rosh Hashanah. So says the Gemara, So You're right, it was just two different versions of what was said. So we just say the same scenario and we just express it in two different ways. But it's telling us the same principle. No Chiddush in one case more than the other. So So just bear in mind, Midaraisa, there's a Rosh Hashanah and there's a Rosh Hashanah Midrabanon, there's a third Rishas, which we're going to see the exact definition, which is a Karmelis. Karmelis, really Midaraisa, there's no problem to go from Rishas Ayachid into a Karmelis, or to go from Karmelis into Rishas Arabim. The Rabbanon made a decree, because it resembles Rishas Arabim, don't go from Rishas Ayachid into Karmelis, or Rishas Arabim into a Karmelis. So the Gemara is going to define what, what exactly a Karmelis is later on, but for the time being, just take it as a Karmelis. If someone takes from his, his shop, which is a Rosh Hashanah, Le Platya is the area outside which is a Rosh Hashanah, Derech Sitchov. 
Why is it still open on Shabbat? Okay, whatever the case is, it could be he wasn't open on Shabbat, he's just going to take some chocolates for. He's just going to take some chocolates for Shabbos. Yeah, for Temple Fortune, I'm sure you see lots of shops with zizzles on the doors that are Yeah, no, but again, it. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, you're right. Again, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't. Yeah, so Derek Sitchup. So the Sitchup is the area outside. The shop, which is a common, it's where you it's where you load all the merchandise, or store it, or have it outside display it. So remember, in order for it to be Rishusarabim, it has to be where people walk. If there's something which isn't really for people to walk in it, straight away you've lowered the potential for it to be Rishusarabim. And therefore this area which is for displaying merchandise isn't a Rishusarabim, it's a Kamalis. So essentially, what do we have here? You have a shop, which is the Rosh Hashayachet. You have the area, which is the Carmelis, outside the shop. And then you have the Rosh Hashayachet, which is beyond the Carmelis. And he's carrying from the shop into the Rosh Hashayachet via the merchandise displaying area. The Carmelis? Yeah. yeah, so he's going from Rosh Hashayachet to Rosh Hashayachet via Carmelis. So according to the Tanakh Kama, He's mechoyot, whereas Benazai points, whereas Benazai says he's exempt. So what would be the point of argument? He's going from Rishus Hayachid into Rishus Rabim through a Karmelis. Benazai says he's exempt. The Chachamim say he's mechoyot. So Bishlamah Benazai, Kasava Mahale Ka'aymedomi. This is a very interesting svar. He says when essentially when you're walking, in a sense you're always it's always considered at rest. And therefore, when you go from Rosh Hashayachet into the Karmelis, essentially, what have you done? You've come at rest in the Karmelis. And then when you go from the Karmelis to the Rosh Hashayachet, what happens in the Rosh Hashayachet, that side is ready over. Because walking is like resting. And therefore, in the Karmelis, he rested in the Karmelis. That's the Rosh Hashayachet forgotten about. Now, he goes from the Karmelis into the Rosh Hashayachet, it's only Gezer Mid Rabbanon. Mid so there's nothing wrong to go from Rosh Hashayachet into the Karmelis or Rosh Hashayachet into the Karmelis. And according to Ben Azar, he's done nothing wrong on a Daraisa level. It's a very interesting svar. He's saying when you're walking, it's as if you've stopped. It's a series of stops. Right. But then it just creates a lot of problems because we know if you walk four hours in the Rosh Hashayachet, Ya'ayva, according to Ben Azai, if you say walking is always like stopping, then how could you ever walk for Amas? And also for Tuma, you know, going, going under the tree. Remember that, we had that under the tree about if you stop. Right, yeah, that and, was in the And then Tuma's transferred. If you keep going, then it's not. Yeah. So I asked interesting. Yeah, that's interesting as far. So, but this is something else where we've had that. Yeah. So that's really what, <coughs> that's why I said this far is very hard to fit into the rest of. Shabbos. So the Yerushalmi, Taisus quotes the Yerushalmi, he says, you're right, according to Ben Azai, you would have to jump four Amas. Because if you're walking four Amas, each time you walk, it's as if you've stopped. Yeah. Which is an interesting spot, because then you're, very li- you're pretty much limiting Ben Azai to one case of being over, carrying four Amas. So the Rufa, he says another answer. 
Or you could say it's halacha l'mayshim esina. So Karen Fuamas, it's halacha l'mayshim esina, even though in other ways you'll view walking like you're stopping. In regards to Karen Fuamas, that's halacha l'mayshim esina. But you can see the question bothers Tosfos. So Bishlam ben Azak kasava mahalei ka'imidami. Walking, it's as if, like Yitz put, it's a series of stops. And therefore, when you go from the Rishus HaYachet into the Karmelis, and then the Rishus HaRabim, you didn't go Rishus HaYachet to Rishus HaRabim, because he stopped in the Karmelis. Ela Rabbanon, nahi nami dekasava mahalik lav ka'imidami. So even if they're going to dismiss Ben Azai Svara, they're saying you can't view walking as a series of resting points. Where do you find an example where you're going from the Rishus HaYachid to the Rishus HaRabim via a Rishus where you wouldn't be Mechayib? Or you can say yes? No, I'm just going to say, so if you said Inochinami, it's a special case, you're going from a, you're going from Rishus HaYachid to, to Rishus HaRabim via a Karmelis. <laughs> yeah. So you want to say what? Wait a minute. They're always chayv. The chachamim would say you're chayv for that. What's no, the chachamim say one shouldn't. But there's a difference between saying gzeri drabanan, you've done a fully fledged melacha derasa. The chachamim said saying you've done a fully fledged melacha derasa, going from rishus hayachet to rishus rabim via kamis. And remember, it's all based on melach melach in the mishkan. So you have to have an example where you will have such a case. And then. Sorry, what's the question? The question is, according to the Rabbanon, why do, why do we say Yachayev? You're going from Rosh Hashanah to the Rosh Hashanah via a Makam Petur section yeah. on the Derisa level. Where do you ever find in such a case that Yamachayev normally you have to go Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah directly? Here we're having a Makam Petur which is in the middle. So granted that there was never a Hanukkah in the Karmelis. Right. They still, the question is, you still didn't go directly over the front. Yeah. And where would be the example? Yeah. That's such a case. So Amr of Safa, Amr of Ami, Amr of Yechanan. So Midi Tehava, Amar V'chefetz B'Rishos HaRabim. So what happens if someone is carrying an object in the Rishos HaRabim? So you are only here for the chair. So Hassan, love Afakav to come and knock at Leva Azan. Potter, so when you're walking four hours in the Rishas Saravan, as long as you haven't yet put it down, you're exempt. However, the moment Kimanach Lay, Chayev, the moment you put it down, you're Machayev. And therefore, what do we see in the example? You're carrying four amas in the Rishus HaRabim. I haven't put it down. I'm exempt. So I'm essentially passing areas where I'm exempt. The moment I put it down, then I've been over. And therefore, the same way as you say when I'm carrying four amas in the Rishus HaRabim, until I actually put down this object, I'm exempt. So therefore, I'm carrying it through a place where I'm exempt. It's only when I put it down but there's lots of flaws in this logic. So says the Gemara Hasam. Hachanami Leishna. So says the Gemara, you can't compare me dummy Hasam Kalehechad Manachle Makam Chiyafu. Wherever you put it down in the Rishus Harabim, 
So once you've passed four Amas, you are trying to say, well, the same way when I'm walking past four Amas in the Rishas of Rabbit, wherever I'm walking, as of now, I'm exempt. Why am I exempt? Because I haven't yet put it down. So essentially, when I put it down, I've passed through places where I'm exempt. Yeah. But the Gemara says you can't compare because wherever you were to put it down in the Rishas of Rabbit, you would be mechoyev. Not in the first three point. Right, right, right. Yeah, but once you pass the first four hours. Yeah. The moment you put it down, that will be the next question. But the moment you put it down, yamachoyev. But to view, view it as a completely makam petur, like the Kamalis, if I were to go to the Rishus Ayachid, into the Kamalis. On the Daraisa level, I put it down on the Kamalis, completely exempt, on the Daraisa level. Yeah. Is that the point about the three points? Or is, or is the point simply that every one of these positions, had you started four hours back, would be higher? There's nothing different about this piece of... That will be the next question. And every other piece. Well, within the four hours. Whereas the common is everywhere. Right. right. Yeah, that's the next question within the four hours. Now we're discussing beyond the four hours. So, Elamidi to have a mavechefis mitchele dalad the dalad. So, Yitz has preempted the question and the answer. So, if you're going from the beginning of four Amas to the end of four Amas. So he says four Amas is the measurement which you're over. So now when I'm going from the beginning of the first Amas to the fourth Amas, in order to me to get to the fourth Amas, I'm going through a place where essentially I'm exempt. Because if I were to put it down within the four Amas, I haven't yet travelled the four Amas. And therefore every case of carrying four Amas and beyond, I'm always passing an area which I'm exempt. That's within those four Amas. And therefore also, going from Rishus HaYachid into the Rishus HaRabim via an area which I'm exempt would also be Mechoyev. Yeah. So says the Gemara, Hasam lav afagav te'imanach le'besayich dalad Amas pato. There, even if you were to put it within the four Amas, you'd be exempt. Ki manach le'besayich dalad Amas. Chayev, putting it down once you've traveled four Amas, you're Mechoyev. Hachanami so the same way when I'm carrying an object, I need to cover four amas in order to be mechayev. So as long as I'm within the four amas, I'm exempt. The moment I go beyond the four amas, I'm mechayev. So I'm essentially going from an area where I'm exempt into an area where I'm mechayev. And therefore also with the Rishos HaYachid to the Rishos HaRabim via Makam Betor, there's no difference. So it says the Gemara, you can't compare. Because what's the difference between walking four Amas in the Rishos HaRabim? Well, there, the reason why I'm exempt is simply because I haven't walked four Amas to the case of the Kamalis. So Hasam Lagabi Dahaik Gavra Makam Lakula Amma Makam So the person walking four Amas, it's not that the Rishos HaRabim itself is a Makam It's just in regards to him, he hasn't yet walked four Amas. But what is this rishus? It's a rishus. Harabim, it's a case of Khiv. It's just this person, when he started the four Amas, in this spot, he needs to go four Amas. But that doesn't change the definition of the rishus Harabim. Whereas here, when it's a Kamalis, it's a genuine Makam Patur. The Kamalis is an area where there's no Khiv. As opposed to the case of four Amas, which is a rishus Harabim, except this person hasn't walked the required amount. So Elamidi to have a mighty Murshus Ayachid Rishus Harabim, Derech Sidi Rishus Harabim. So in those days there was be 
um, on Ashna were not yet the case. So again, in order for it to be Rosh Hashanah, it has to be the area where the people walk. So the area which is just right up next to the wall, people don't walk in that area because it's too close to the wall. Or it isn't as easy to walk across the wide street. And therefore there's an area which is, well, technically it's part of the public um, road, but because it's right next to the wall, it isn't used as much as a regular public road. That's Sidir Rosh So essentially Sidir Rosh isn't considered a Rosh so even though it's located in the, on a public road, because it isn't used by the public properly, it isn't considered a Rosh Hashanah Rabbi. So, so what is it? I um, think it's a And this is the... Well, then, is, this is the same case. You can't be so that case from a case which is the same. No, so, oh, so you're asking where would be the well, conceptual thought? Well, the cash is exactly the same. <coughs> I think because the, they're the, that's the usual case. The usual case is you're going from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah Via the Yeah. You mean if it were not for this, there would never be a case? Yeah, so what's Russia's Russian? Um. Yeah, when Tosha says, what do, how is it clear to us, Derech Tzidei Rishis Arabin, the Derech Star? Yeah, so that's where it comes. Derech, the Derech. Towards the top. So he said, yeah, that's why I saw the unrational title. That was the stomach of the Dara. That yeah. also goes back to the mission. And he says that's how it was. Yes, yeah, so yeah. that's. Okay. So, Hassam Lav Alpha Gavti If we were to put it down in the area right next to the walls, part of he would be exempt. If he goes from his house into the public street, but he isn't yet into the public street. He's just by the walls. He would be exempt. However, if he goes from his house via the Sidi Rishasarabim into the Rishasarabim itself, he would be Machoyev. And therefore, and therefore we have an example where you go from Rishasayachit into Rishasarabim via Makan Petor, because the Sidi Rishasarabim isn't treated as the Rosh Hashanah and nevertheless you're either. And therefore also here, Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah via Kamalis, he would be either. So says the Gemara, Mask of Lara of Papa, Hani Chal Rabbanon, Damri Sidi Rosh Hashanah Lavk Rosh Hashanah According to the Rabbanon, they say the size of the Rosh Hashanah by the wall isn't to Rosh Hashanah And therefore you have a proof going to Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah via the Sidi Rosh the Rabbanon don't treat the sides of the Rosh Hashanah as part of the Rosh Hashanah Domi. According to Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, he says the sides of the Rosh Hashanah is genuinely treated as a fully-fledged Rosh Hashanah And therefore, again, where would be the source of going from Rosh Hashanah to a Rosh Hashanah via Makam Petor? When Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov treats the size of the Rosh Hashanah as part of the Rosh Hashanah, so Amir of Achab Reid of Eka, Amir de Shamis le Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov to Amar Sidi Rosh Hashanah Dami. So when does Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov say the size of the Rosh Hashanah is like the Rosh Hashanah? Eka de Leka Chifufi. So this we even use such concepts 
nowadays. It's little um, poles sticking out the ground in order to stop people getting too close to a wall. And therefore, some case of Sidir Rishasarabim, it wasn't just people wouldn't go near the walls because it wasn't so easy to move. It means there's actually things to discourage the rabbin from walking there. So they'd have these little poles sticking out the ground, and that will stop wagons and people from walking there. And that definitely, even though it's in public property, it isn't Rishasa Rabbin, because the rabbin can't move properly through that area. And therefore, even according to Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, if next to the wall, into the public property, there's these little poles sticking out the ground to stop the rabbin walking there, that would be a makam patur. But if, therefore, if, he carries it through that place. No, no, so we're looking for a case where he would be mechoyot. And the Gemara takes on the pastures, he would be mechoyot. So again, if he carries it from Shusayoch, it isn't the place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. If he puts it down. But if he goes Rishusayoch into the Rishusayoch via the Siddha Rishusayoch, without putting it down, then he would be mechoyot. He was. Why is it not like yeah. as if he put it down in the, the tenuti? Because he the didn't stop. He went straight oh, through. He went straight oh, through. He didn't stop. Oh, okay. Right. But if he stopped walking in the tenuti of Rishus Rabbin, then he's not going to be right. He continues later and then puts it down in the Rishus Rabbin. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Right. If he puts it down to the Rishus Rabbin. Then if it's a mock and pitot, then it's fine. Yeah. Because in order for it to be Rishas, no, you need to go from Rishas Ayachid to Rishas Arabim. If you put it, if you put it down, then you've gone from Rishas Ayachid into a mock and pitot. Well, then. Yeah. So Amar Yechanan. It might have been Azai Bizarik. So Ben Azai, he was the one who says, if you carry from Rishus Hayachid to Rishus Harabim via Kamelis, because he holds whenever you walk, essentially walking is a series of small stopping points, therefore you've never gone from the Rishus Hayachid into the Rishus Harabim. Because when you're going from the Rishus Hayachid into the Kamelis, then into the Rishus Harabim, according to Ben Azai, because walking is a series of small stops, You've stopped in the Kamalis, and that finishes the Rishus Hayachid component, and then you go from the Kamalis into the Rishus Arabim. But nevertheless, if you were to throw from Rishus Hayachid into the Rishus Arabim over Kamalis, so this is a different case. Instead of carrying from Rishus Hayachid to Rishus Arabim via Kamalis, he's throwing it. So he's throwing an object from his Rishus Hayachid into the Rishus Arabim over Kamalis. Then you would be mechoyev. So Tanya nami hachi hamaitzi mechanis leplatya. If someone goes from the shop into the public area, derech zitchov through the through the through the kamelis, chayev would be mechoyev. Echad hamaitzi for echad hamachnis. Both one who goes out or goes in. So either you're going rishus ayachid to rishus arabim or rishus arabim to rishus ayachid. For echad hazarek, someone who throws. Maishit, we said, was when you pass an object. So you're passing an object from Rishus Hayachid over the Kamalis and down into the Rishus Arabim. Whereas Ben Azayim, Hamaisi Vahamachnis Pata, if you're carrying 
This was Benazar's view, Yagzem. Whereas if you pass or if you throw, then you would be Mechayev. Because you're not walking. Because when you're passing, you're standing still, you're just reaching up, going through, and then putting it down. Yeah, but we have an opinion. Yeah, so you're right. So yeah, so according to Rebbe Kiva, you're right. Klotokomi, actually. So that would be. I'm not sure if it's so clear because Tysus he goes into, according to Rebbe Kiva, you can never have a case of Zarek for Amos because each time it's Klotok. Yeah. It's very similar to his question on Ben Azar. Oh, yeah. So, again, so how, when we apply it, I'm not sure if we would always apply Klutta as a century of dismissing Zarek. You're right. No, so definitely, that's what Tosfasi sort of talks about there also. So, says the Gemara, Tani Rabbanon, Dalad Rishos Le Shabbos. There are four Rishos in regards to Shabbos. There's Rishos HaYachid, Rishos HaRabim, Kamalis, which is an area which resembles the Rishos HaRabim, or Makan Petur, and a place which is completely exempt. So now we're going to define each case. So Ve'ezohi Rishos HaYachid. So Choritz, if you have a pit, Sho'amak Yud, which is ten tefachim deep, Varach of Dalit, and it's four tefachim wide. So it's interesting. The Gemara just jumps to the more complicated case. The Rishos HaYachid's dimension is an area of ten tefachim high by four tefachim. And therefore, if you were to have a pit which is ten tefachim deep, four tefachim by four tefachim, that's Rishos HaYachid. V'chein geda shogavaya yud v'rachav dalet. If you have a fence, this fence is ten tefachim high and has an area of four by four tefachim, the wall itself becomes a Rishos HaYachid. This is interesting. The wall itself is a Rishos HaYachid. So Zohi Rishos Hayachet Gemur. This is a fully fledged Rishos Hayachet. So Ve'e Zohi Rishos Harabim. What's the Rishos Harabim? Siratya or Platya Gedayin. If you're going to have a big, either walking area or a town square. Mavais Hamafaloshin. Or we're going to see again, if you have an alleyway, which is a Rishos Harabim, but it isn't, it isn't a dead end. So if you have an alleyway, which is 16 Tfachim wide, the Rabim walk in it, but it's open on both ends. That's Rishos HaRabim. Zohi Rishos HaRabim Gomorrah. So we've defined Rishos HaYachid. We've defined Rishos HaRabim. And the implications are, Ein Matsim Rishos HaYachid Zohi Rishos HaRabim Zohi. For Ein Machnisim Rishos HaRabim Zohi Rishos HaYachid Zohi. You don't go from one Rishos to the other Rishos. For Im Haitzi Vehichnes, if he did do so. For Shaigeg Chayv Chatas, if it was a Shaigeg a mistake, he's mechoi v'chatas, but maize it on purpose, anush kares, it's kares, v'niskal, and he'll get stoned. Avayam. So if you're going to have the sea, so the sea, it isn't a rishos ha-yachid, because a rishos ha-yachid, you need a fence, which is at least ten tefachim, in an area by four by four. A yam is an open area. Or bika is a valley, v'stavinis, it's again, we said the area which is where they display their merchandise, Fa'akamelis, ain't a like Rishos HaRabim for like Rishos HaYachid. It isn't a Rishos HaRabim because you don't have people travelling, well, nowadays it might be different in terms of the commercial point, but even so, you don't have people travelling in the sea. Or you don't have people going through the Bika. So even though it's a massive open area, it isn't considered Rishos HaRabim. 
However, for ain't nice and for nice and because they made it a gazerich rabbanon, even though technically I should be able to carry in the sea or in the valley as far as I want, because it isn't a rishus rabban. The rabbanon said, "Look, it resembles a rishus rabban. Why does it resemble a rishus rabban? Because it's a large open space, and therefore, as it's a large open space, don't carry the imnas of if one did carry within it, one would be exempt. You don't go from a Carmelis into Rishus Rabbim or into Rishus Rabbim into the Carmelis. And you don't go in and out via the Rishus Ayachit. If he just went from either Rishus Ayachit or from Rishus Rabbim into the Carmelis, Pasu would be exempt. So Chatseras, okay, just finish off. So Chatseras shall rabbin. If you have a public chatsa, mavayshe'enon mafuloshin, or you have an air, or if you have an alleyway which is closed on one end. So the point is, you have got all the houses going into the chatsa. Now, though this chatsa is rishosayachid, because it's an area which is enclosed, it's rishosayachid. Nevertheless, because it's there for public use. It resembles a Rishus HaRabbim because everyone uses it. And therefore, in order to carry from a house which is in the courtyard into the courtyard, you need to make an Erev. An Erev is symbolically putting everyone's house as one area. And therefore, essentially, you're making it like a private area. Again, we're going to see all this in much greater details later on. So Eruvai, if you made an Erev Matarin, like Eruvai Asturim. Okay, should we call it a day here? Yeah. 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 Did you get the recording from yesterday? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How are you doing? Oh, is that yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a Yeah? Yeah. yeah.